0: Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch, subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Please welcome Drew Barrymore. Hi. Hello,
1: everybody. I'm like, you know what? Let me just get on this desk. I don't know why. I love to mount a desk. Um, anyway, okay, hi, sorry. I just am a weird person who likes to do weird stuff like that. (laughs) I'm so excited that you guys came out today. Thank you so much. Um, Today is all about exclusive, never-before-seen moments. Um, It's what we like to call here at the show a little bit extra. And first up, we have Kiki Palmer right here at the Drew's News Desk. You guys are gonna love this. I love her, take a look.
2: Kiki Palmer, and this next one is perfect for Beauty Week. Okay, it's all about how to use your eyes to hypnotize. The Cut reports TikToker Michelle Diaz says that the white dot makeup trick will make people fall in love with you. I mean, this is crazy, guys. She swears by it. She says all you gotta do is take white eyeliner and put your four dots around each eye. I mean, Ross, you seem like you're already getting ready to do it. You, you so, hold on, I'm
3: no dummy, so you do, oh, okay. That's a big
2: dot, love.
3: <laughs> Thank you so much for noticing, okay, here we go. Like this, right? Yeah, this is what yeah. she did? I don't think. Uh... <laughs> what do you think?
2: I mean, well, you got messy with it. Well, I beg your pardon it) <laughs> yes. I mean, I don't know. How I did, mean, I was already in love with you a little bit. Uh-huh. I don't know if I'm how much more. Look at me one more time. Let me see. Well,
3: <laughs> I mean, is there anything? I don't think I did it right. Yeah. Well, you just picked my. Yeah, dog. he got
2: that smudge one. Can there. I see her picture? How did she do it? So she did one at the top, one at the bottom, yeah. and one on the two sides, but like you thing, did. also like when. And you it doesn't move. Open, this is a heavy yeah. eyeliner.
1: When, when what you have to let it. You have to like um. Let your eyes dry because if oh, you he moved blink, it's much. gonna oh. double. Oh. It.
0: <laughs> but... I look like a clown. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there are elements of it that look really good, but they <laughs> really, really? That. <laughs> I, that side's really good. This side, okay. I... Yeah, because it's mm-hmm. okay. What do you Ooh, think? Yes.
4: Did Come it on.
2: work? Hi. <laughs> well, actually, I'm you like, do look in. really cute. Pile more no. on Rossi. <laughs> okay, Drew. To ask you a question because, like, obviously, I'm so obsessed with you and your catalog. What is your favorite movie that you've ever done?
3: Oh, good question.
2: It's so <laughs> hard to say. Um, I mean, it's a it's a few, a
1: couple ways. Um, you know, uh, like ET, because it changed my life. Yeah, that gosh. was like. Um, I love that movie. I'm forever indebted to Steven Spielberg, and it really was. Uh, it, it changed everything yeah. for me. Then it was up to me to screw it up or keep it together. Um, uh, which I've done both. Um, <laughs> I, um, I loved getting to do Charlie's Angels. Yeah. yeah! Because I always wanted to see women do action and we didn't have guns in the movie, um, which I was really proud of, um, that these girls could kick butt. And I just don't like when women try to be men and they're like, I'm so hard, I'm doing action. I'm like, here's what girls would do. They'd be kicking someone's butt and then they'd be like, I can't hold it back anymore, I gotta tell you about the date I was on last night!
0: (laughs)
2: Talk, like, should I text him, should I call him? It was quirky, it was fun, it was all the things that you're saying, and that's the thing with the comedy, when you can have all that balance, that's my favorite Charlie's Angels, the one that you did. Thank you so much. So, which, are you you gonna say something? Wait, no, I was gonna ask you a question, but I wanna hear what you were gonna say. Oh, so I was gonna say, so obviously, he's just not that into you. I loved when you did that. That's I loved obviously E.T., I loved Fit First Dates, but my favorite would have to be Never Been Kissed. Yeah. I love that movie so Thank much. You. We it's Josie Grossy is a oh. fantastic universal
1: thing. And that movie honestly is kind of a lot about how I think about beauty. Uh, I I just, I love the message of that
2: movie, it's- It inspired me, when you looked at uh, the young lady at the end and you said, you are beautiful and it doesn't matter if you're accepted by the cool kids or not, and that's something that we're always constantly going through in life, so it doesn't really matter what age you are, that movie was so impactful. I bet those cool kids are going through it too. Man! Everybody is, like everybody
1: feels feeling. It's so true. You know, your your journey is just not going to be devoid of them. Um so yeah. I like goofy, empathetic and and if you get your confidence um you know, not by seeking validation from others but just like just figuring out who you are and trying to embrace it whatever that may be. Yeah. Um so um uh, Thank you for asking those questions, Kiki. May I ask, um, do you have a comedian out there, current past, present, future, that really speaks to you?
2: Ooh, that is a hard question. A comedian past, present, future that speaks to me. Okay, I think there will be two. Okay, good. Um, I would have to say, Lucia Ball.
3: Mm Mm-hmm, so good. Mm-hmm. I love
2: Lucille Ball. I watched I love Lucy all the time in my grandma's house growing up, um, and I would have to say, Carol Burnett. Yep, mm-hmm.
3: right, <laughs> iconic. I loved
1: it. And those are women who were not afraid to beep, look a little beep. silly. You know, yes. that sort of like. You know, that whole sexy vanity, it's lovely, but you know, funny, it's so
3: much hotter and, oh. and, and more I, interesting. I, I have to say, I, I don't get it, people who are comfortable looking silly. I just don't, I can't, <laughs> I can't relate.
1: Um, all right, can we move? You also give me Peter Sellers. Oh my gosh. Because he was such a chameleon. And when people transform themselves, I think we love people who reinvent themselves all the time. We're so drawn to those artists. What are they going to do next? What are they going to look like? How, you know, it's so exciting. Um, good for you if you build that consistency and through line. That's mm-hmm. fantastic. And if you're always switching it up, we're into that too. Yes!
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. Now I'm about to deep dive
1: uh, Peter. On our Kibitzing with Mitzi, a digital series um, that we do on TheDrewBarrymoreShow.com. It's something that's very personal for me. Um, My mom worked at this famous institution called the Comedy Store when I was a kid, and Mitzi Shore was the owner, so it's a little bit of a tip of the hat to old Mitzi. It's Mitzi Banana Moor. And uh, I get to get away with stuff on that that I don't get to get away with in daytime, so you might want to check it out, because we have amazing conversations with amazing comedians. And, uh... Go to TheDrewBarrymoreShow.com to meet Mitzi Banana Moore because she's such a hoot and a riot. I love her. We'll be right back.
4: An epic matchup
2: between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is gonna be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply.
1: Welcome back everybody. It is no secret that one of my favorite people on this planet is Gail King. We do the show together a lot. Um, and we just have these really fun conversations and we get to just get into it and she throws down and what a wise, funny, insightful, you know, incredible, lived human being she is. And I just love when she comes here and we hold nothing back, so take a look. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs>
0: you my gallon time.
1: We are Galentine. That makes my Galentine. Well, Gail, um, can I tell you a story before we uh, jump into the headlines? Yes, yes, because yes. I love I, your stories. Okay, good. Well, I, I'm really excited to tell you this one.
0: Okay. So
1: I saw this man in this park, and he was really cute, and I was attracted to him. So Recently? hmm this uh-huh. weekend. Oh, wow, okay. So. That's recent, okay. So I start following him. <laughs> I was wearing a full balaclava. So the only thing that's out is my peepers. Okay. And all okay, this- first, does everybody know what a balaclava is? It's like a well- ski mask. Oh, okay. So I just meandered over to him and I, I just went, "Hi." I was just wondering if I could ask you a question, and he was like, "All right." And I said, "Aren't you single, Drew?" Yes. You you just asked him that? Yes. And he Whoa. said, perhaps. And I said, okay, that's not a no. And I said, okay, are, are you gay? Because you asked him, is he gay? Yes, because I have no gaydar and I'm <laughs> so gay man adjacent, but everyone around me
0: is gay and I always fall for the wrong guy. Oh my God, so you said, And okay. he said, no. No. And I said, okay. Oh my gosh. I true. said,
1: I just wanted to do something that I could be proud of today by taking a risk and you compelled me to take that risk. Wow, wow. And he said, well, I am proud of you. And I said, and I I can see your face and and you can't see mine. So that's also adding another layer. So I took my hood off and I took my balaclava off and I- Did he recognize you? I looked at him and I said, hello. And then? And he just said, hello. And then I'm talking to him and I said, how old are you? And he said, I'm 28. And I said, oh. "Oh." (laughs) And I said- he said, I'm 28. I said, oh my gosh, I don't mean to have this come off the wrong way, but I didn't think you were 28. And I said, I guess that's our first strike. I'm twice your age. That's probably not gonna work. And this girl comes up and she's like, I just have to stop you for a second and say, I just heard you ask this man if you're single and I think it's so great. And then she goes. And are you Drew Barrymore? Uh And I said yes because we need to add another layer of surrealism to this man's. Yeah. And he and I looked at each other, and I said, "Well, it was really lovely to meet you." I think that is so
0: brave. And I don't. I don't know if we walked away from each other, and
1: I have felt so great about it. Yeah, I think that's good. I think that's good. I think that's good. Okay, well we found some really fun headlines um, where I was excited to hear from other people in the news and the zeitgeist in the world and what their Valentine's Day relationships, practices, outlooks uh, were, so you wanna get into it? Yep. Ah, I'm ready. I'm so excited. Okay, I'm ready. First up, when we're in love, we can all go a little bananas. Yep. And BuzzFeed just compiled a list of some of the wildest things that celebs have ever done for love.
0: Oh, this should be good. I know.
1: When Rihanna okay. won the MTV Vanguard Award, <laughs> uh, Drake bought her a billboard to congratulate they were dating her at
0: the time. Yes. Very yes,
1: nice. Yes. Um, This one I like. Justin Bieber wanted to treat Selena Gomez to dinner and a screening of Titanic, so he rented out the Staples Center. I like that. As one does. I like Mm. that. Um, And then who could forget when Pamela Anderson and Tommy Lee got married to each other after only four days. That's how much they wanted to show each other that they were in love. After
0: After four four days. days. (laughs) I got a great love story. Magic Johnson, we all love Magic Johnson and Cookie. Johnson, yes. his wife. They've been married for 30 years for their 30th wedding anniversary. He rented out a ballroom at a hotel with a table for two, with a 12-course dinner, with her favorite band, Frankie, uh, Frankie Beverly. Um, and so they spent the night, just the two of them, dancing in the whole ballroom and eating. I just thought that is isn't that sweet? I thought that was so sweet. So romantic. As, as a surprise for her. All right, Gail, your story. Here's here's the next story. If you're planning to give your Valentine flowers, you might need to, how do they say, up your game a little bit. A study finds that most disappointing Valentine's gifts are flowers, heart-shaped boxes of chocolates, and fuzzy handcuffs. So, Drew, here's a question. Have you gotten any of those cliche gifts or given any of those cliche gifts?
1: No, not really. Um, I've I've been very inventive on Valentine's Day. Uh, I feel really actually good about my Valentine's Day game. Do you care to share? Um, like one time I made, um, I took an x-ray of my heart and put it on a light board for my ex-boyfriend oh. Fabi. And he used to make me zoetrope machines and we would like EKG and, Get like, we were very inventive. So we had the best
0: Valentine's Day. I like that. I've ever had in my oh, life. Oh,
1: I think that's nice. Babby, he I was the best. He is baby, the best. that's
0: nice. I once had a, uh, the Oprah show. You guys remember the Oprah show back in the day? Oh, yeah. Yes, she had a guest on who said you should wrap yourself in saran wrap. And then when your significant other comes home, you have on this you know, trench coat and you go, ta-da! So I wrap myself in saran wrap, <laughs> you're buck naked, you put on the trench coat, he comes, he comes up the steps, I go, ta-da, and he goes, what are you doing? What's the <laughs> like? That sort of kills the mood. So I just went, nothing, nothing. So that, I haven't been adventurous since. Also like- But I'm gonna steal your idea of, of X-raying my heart. I like that when I meet somebody, I like that. Our next story,
1: it was very interesting to me. A writer named Ray Fry at Shape Magazine is a busy working mom who realized that she and her husband hadn't gotten busy in over a month. I was like, oh, is that a long time? That's a long time for a couple. <laughs> um, they tried to attack the problem with a 30 day sex challenge. Day one was awesome. But day two, The Bachelor was on. Day three, someone had a business trip. Day four, her monthly bill arrived early. You get it. So the boot camp approach to making whoopee didn't work. Instead, they came up with these easy-to-follow ground rules. This is the mapping. Number one, put your phone away. Number two, figure out what time of the day you like to seal the deal. And if it's early, set that alarm. Make it happen. Yep. Number three, think outside the bed. A spicy location can help. I like that one. Mm-hmm. I, I, do like, I do like spontaneity. And then be intimate every day in some way. Make out, hold hands, hug. Oh, that one's my favorite. And finally, make sure to get to Pleasure Town every single day, whether it's a solo mission or together.
0: Whoa, Gail? 30 days, every, for 30 days. Yeah, thoughts? Exhausting. I know. Exhausting. I totally agree. (laughs) All right, Gail, your story. (laughs) Okay, next, we're talking about breakups. And if you're looking to heal your heart, we've got an interesting option. Leo Weekly reports For just $3, the Kentucky Herpetological Society will name an insect after your ex. And then, I know, listen to that audience, you can feed it to a snake. (laughs) (laughs) The funds raised will help support, so you're doing this for a good cause. It sounds mean, but you're doing it for a good cause. It's gonna help support all the reptiles that live there. Do you have a name that you would want to feed to the snake to help fund them? Yep. There is. Yep, okay. there's someone. Yep.
1: I have someone who literally comes back into my life on the regular basis for so many years I've lost count and keeps going, you know, I, it's, just, it's just not the right time for us. I'm like, are, are you kidding me? <laughs> You've been calling me for 15 years telling me it's not the right time for us. Stop calling me and telling me! Is, the, is this about the first breakup 20 years ago? Get a life! with my
0: head! Well, I think you said it right, stop calling me. So, I would like uh, to
1: name an insect after that person <laughs> and feed it to a snake, and, and I've already, I've told them, I told them finally, I said, you ha- I can't, I won't take your calls anymore. <laughs> All right, next, if you prefer to snack the pain away, well, we've got the perfect breakup treat for you in food news!
0: Nom nom nom
3: nom.
1: reports that you can heal a broken heart by smashing your dessert. Some of these breakable cookies and cake come with a mini hammer for Mm. some deep cake catharsis. Now we've got breakable chocolate hearts from Chalk It Up right here in New York. Mm -hmm. Gail, what do you think of this?
0: I like, you know how you were just talking about naming an insect and giving it to a snake? (laughs) Yeah. Sonica, I would like to name the woman who I caught in my home with my husband, Uh who I thought was a friend. So I'm gonna do this in her honor. Um,
1: okay, I love this. Ready? <laughs> yes. One, two,
0: three. Drew, oh. stop calling me. Don't, do that to Gail and stop calling yeah. me. There really is stuff in here. Oh.
1: And then Drew, you can eat the candy. There's no one I on like planet that. Earth that I would rather feed ex-boyfriend insects so to snakes and smash heart cakes and Talk about love. Okay. Happy Valentine's Day. Done and done. Gail King. Oh, Gail, I love you. We'll be right back.
4: June's Journey is a fascinating hidden object mystery gaming app where you'll play as June Parker, tasked with a daunting obligation, solve your sister's murder. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. Everybody.
1: Thank you, thank you, thank you. Welcome back. When Kate Hudson visited, we chatted forever. I mean, we really did. We sat here for like 30 40 minutes and, you know, there was only so much we could fit in the actual show. And boy, we actually put in some uh, really fun details in the show. Um, but uh, there was so much, so I'm very excited to show you a little bit extra with the one and only Kate Hudson. Take a look. When we first met,
4: oh, we yeah. were young and wild. Oh yeah, we were, I, think we, I think it was at a bar. It was. Restaurant. Yes, Shea J's. Shea J's in Santa Monica. With, with Luke, Luke Wilson. With a Wilson. And you were doing Alex and Emma together, I think. Is that, oh, that's what it was.
1: Uh-huh. Ah. And I was dating him. Yeah, but you were. I think he was also dating
4: other, other people.
0: people. <laughs> yeah, totally. It was an open relationship. So, we were I,
4: young. It's. I've been there with a Wilson, too. <laughs> When you're young, you're like, it's low stakes. <laughs> you know, we're just young, we're having fun, we're all playing, <laughs> acting, hanging out. Oh God. You know, you're not taking it all so seriously. And it was fun and we had the best time. We did, we had the best time. But I remember sitting on, just because you, I mean, you've been in the, in the spotlight for so, your whole life. And as a little girl looking at actresses, Drew was one of them where you're like, you know, I mean, for any young girl my age, it was like, Drew, man. And so I remember sitting and like I used to get people saying like, "Oh, you kind of look like Drew Barrymore." Oh, what a compliment to me. I'll take that one. Yeah, which is why I ended up doing you on SNL as well. Oh my and god, they were like, can you do Drew Barrymore? And I was like, "I don't think so." You nailed
3: it, it by the way. It is
4: magical. It's your it's your mouth. That's what I realized is that when your mouth mo- is also you have so much expression in your face, you know? And so I was like, if I just like commit to the expression, and you do that thing or you get really excited. Like, you know? It's so funny. I was doing the movie Fever
1: Pitch with Jimmy Fallon and the Farrelly brothers were directing it and they were like, they loved us to surprise each other and improv and get unique reactions. So obviously they had hubbubbed on the side and kibitzed and Jimmy came back and he was like, you know, I love how crooked your mouth is, the side of your face, and he made sort of an, you know, probably I'm sure what's an inappropriate joke, it's a Farrelly Brothers movie. <laughs> um, and I had never realized, and that was the moment that, that changed you, my life and held up a mirror to the fact that- you That you have a little, you know what my- mine- I never noticed it
4: before. Jimmy Fallon said it to me <laughs> on the set, a favorite pick, mm. and now I, I, I see it. Well, You know, my mom has the same thing, you know, when she smiles, she has her like big, beautiful, crooked smile, and I think it's just like, I think it's just uh, the most amazing quirk. Okay, and you're Goldie Hawn. Yeah. (laughs) The greatest
1: living woman on the planet. Who I was lucky enough to do a movie with. Yes did with her so hard. She, I know, I remember. I had the best time with her. She's the most magnanimous woman and I feel like I was getting to meet my idol and how did you feel when? I mean, she's Goldie Hawn. Yeah, she is an icon. Yeah. How was that when you're a little kid with your mom?
4: Interesting. <laughs> Very interesting. There's, 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 there's. It's like a roller coaster, right? But my mom is a roller coaster. She's like <laughs> a tornado. I always say she's like this, like tornado of like rainbows that like doesn't destroy anything. It just sort of like comes in. It's like wild and happy and crazy, and then gone. You know? You're like, <laughs> where was she? Um, and she's like that with people. So sometimes for me, when I was younger, it was like, oh, you know, and p- people would take the attention away from whether we were together. And mom is so, I mean, she doesn't know a stranger. She's so loving that she wants to give everybody the time. Kurt is the opposite. So Kurt's like, yeah, yeah no, nope, no thanks. I'm with my kids. And that always made me feel so good. And so when they were together, there was the rule was like, we're with our kids, we're not gonna get into like signing autographs or taking, it's like they've stayed very focused, which actually when we were younger and didn't understand it made us feel really good because, you know, they, they were very, they were clear that the intention was to be present with us. So I, I think, but my mom, you know, it depends on which way the wind is blowing how she feels about this. Like a perfect story is, we, it was the Mets Yankee Subway Series that my cousin was playing in Matt Franco. And so we went to go see watch my cousin and Kurt was like, all right, here's what we're gonna do. I mean, you know, World Series. It's like, put your hat on. Goldie, put your hat on. We're putting our hat on, head down. We're going right to our seats. When we get there, you know, if people recognize whatever. So we're all like ready for that plan. Like, we're gonna get to the seat. And like, my mom somehow gets lost <laughs> no hat. And, and next thing you know, people are going, Goldie, and my mom's like, hi. And like the whole, and we're like, okay. And Kurt, you know, you that's my mom. You just have to, you know, and so, you love it. And it's so true, cause like Kurt Russell, he's such a cool guy.
1: I feel like I wouldn't be offended, I would that tone. Yeah, sure, of course, Kurt Russell. Yeah. And Goldie is that <laughs> ray of sunshine, so you want that warmth from her. When you are walking around with your three children, yeah, oh. and now, full circle moment, now it's you. Yeah. And they're looking at you.
4: How is that? Oh, it's so different now I think cuz the digital age that the kids actually want me to engage with people more, I think. They like have more they're like, "No, mom, say hi, like go go to the go to their, you know, table and, you know, tap dance for them." I'm like, "Honey, I you know, I can't. Let's have lunch, you know." So I think the kids are actually more open to it now. I stick to what my dad did, because it felt good, it just feels good, and I think that they, in the long run, will look back at that, and I just, when I'm with my kids, I'm with my kids, and. That's a boundary. It's it, Yeah, I kind of set it, because I know, in the, I just know in the long run they'll look back and go, that they felt like, it, you know, that I, I wasn't interested in it over there, I'm more interested and in And
1: I know you, you're gonna be kind about it. You're not gonna offend people, you're gonna let them know where your priorities are and I think they're gonna support it.
4: Yeah, yeah, and then there's sometimes where I actually end up in really interesting conversations with a random stranger with my kids that because they wanna talk about something they found interesting and it's a great engaged conversation. Yep, yep. Um, so
1: case by case, feel the room. Right, feel the room. I have to talk to you about rom-coms as someone who, at one point, was almost pigeonholed from rom-coms. And you're in some of the
4: best rom-coms. Thanks, And I love your rom-coms so much. I love them too. I I have this thing with the rom-com though, which it was always like, I personally think the best ones are so rooted and grounded. Um, But I find that when you get pigeonholed or people want you in in the system to be like, okay, you're going to do this and then you do it, you're always like, no, 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 no. It was supposed to be like this. Like, we wrote it like this. It's like they just want to kind of dumb it down and make it too bright and too perfect and put the bows on it. Yeah. And honestly, I find that... What I always found was that I would try to push the envelope and then it was like, you know, no, like we're not gonna do a rated R rom-com. And then if you're like, you know, a a dude, you can make a rom-com that's a rated R and people get excited by it and they wanna push the envelope. And you're like, for for things that are more female focused, I was always like, we should try doing the same thing as a lot of the sort of male driven we can make fun of ourselves, we can laugh at ourselves, we can push the envelope a little bit. Um, and that's, that's like the rom-com I'm still interested in making. I need whatever movie you're gonna make next because I love your movies,
1: <laughs> Kate Hudson, so much! <laughs> to girl out and bro down in some ways. We'll be right back. When you choose Organic Valley, not only will you be enjoying great tasting dairy, you'll help to save over 1,600 small organic family farms who are protecting over 400,000 acres of organic farmland and all the plants and animals that call it home. This is dairy you can feel good about. It's great tasting, high quality organic dairy, ethically sourced from small organic family farms. To find
4: Organic Valley dairy near you, visit ov.coop. That's ov.coop.
1: This next segment is uh, very personal to me and uh, we went to the uh, Grauman's Chinese Theater. Um, I'm lucky enough to have a star on the Walk of Fame which feels so weird and surreal to say and it's right in front of the Grauman's Chinese Theater. And then much more importantly, far more important, is uh, my grandfather, John Barrymore. He is there, so every time I go there, I like to visit it, I like to give it a little kiss and it's getting to be close to someone who means so very much to me, but isn't here. So um, this is one of those visits. Take a look. We're here at the TCL Chinese Theater on historic Hollywood Boulevard, otherwise known as the Walk of Fame. So my grandfather, His name is John Barrymore. He had a sister and a brother named Ethel and Lionel, and they were known as the Barrymores. And he was also known as the Great Profile, or as he called it, Profiel. He actually put his face in the cement, and it's the only one here that has it. But because he was known for his profile, which I'm lucky enough to have inherited, I am gonna do something I always do when I come here. and sometimes our family isn't here. Although we didn't get to be together, I've taken on the responsibility to keep carrying out their name and keep it alive. So this tiny piece of cement is a way to stay close to him and it means a lot to me. It's as close as I'm gonna get to him. so much. That was so meaningful, so fun, and we will be right back with more delicious, gorgeous bonus moments.
2: BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and
1: before seen delicious yummy footage that we pack in at this show by having these rich conversations with people. I mean take this one you know as an example Machine Gun Kelly. He came to the show and it became just one of our most epic episodes we've ever had on the show. We talked for an hour he and I right here Uh, but there was only so much that we could fit in the show so this is the stuff you didn't get to see until now. Take a look.
3: I like this, let's do this. I'm so excited. I'm also, I'm like having a really weird day so I just want you to, I don't want to come off like I'm cold or I'm like shy, I'm just, I'm a little insular, and I'm just having an odd day.
1: You're in a really safe space. Um, The other day I walked in here and I started crying Um, at the beginning of the intro. We started here in a pandemic and everybody was terrified. And I think this show, this space was born in a time where we get to keep it very real and be honest. Maybe you can feel that in the room and feel
3: safe. I think I'm new to being vulnerable outside of songs. So it's like, like I see a, a lot of pictures of me um, and there's like smiles on them. And I'm always like, it's just weird though. Cause I didn't feel good at all that day. And I, I kinda am sick of smiling on days when I don't feel like smiling. And I feel like this odd pressure because I don't want um, like my fans to think that I'm taking something for granted. So if like I accept an award and I'm like super smiley but behind the scenes, I was really there was like stuff going on or I, I didn't feel, I don't know. I- like I- a lot of what I do is for other people and I, I haven't given myself the-, the time to just accept that it's okay to not be okay. So I, I- but I didn't just, I- my whole point is I just didn't want to bring that into the show. I'd love to talk about funny stuff and anything that you have for me, I would love to just like, <laughs> I would love to just get out of what I'm, t- what I'm doing and like, make... I don't mean
1: to sound creepy, but I like you so much more. <laughs> Thanks. I really do. In fact, we were just talking about where different people were from and someone was like, why do you know Utah? And I was like, I went there to go change my life and I just, you know, I went through a really painful divorce and I I wasn't doing very well. And I just wanted to go talk to some people and how to pull myself out of a hole. And I had, these two kids that I had to fight for and um, I needed help. So I started reaching out to different people and eventually I really made some big sweeping changes in my life. And um, I, got, I got on a, a whole new track, not back on track, but a brand new one that I helped build with other people asking for support. And like, I, I'm all over the place too. You really are in the right space. <laughs> Who do you like go to for support when you're feeling like this?
3: Well my girl is really centered and kinda was like the one who encouraged me to face my past and stuff and, and pick out what it is that that I'm running from and why I like put on those smiles that I don't want to wear and stuff like that. And so that, that was big for me and I, I think also I was, like I was just walking behind my daughter in the airport the other day and like, she just has this walk. It's this pure like bounce. She's so excited for life, like she's so young in her life and I've experienced so much in my life. I just pray to every god that exists that like she keeps that bounce forever and doesn't like no one interferes with that and that she like that I always get to stand back and watch her have that bounce. Like I will take any amount of torture that it that would come her way if it can just be on me so that she can keep that forever because that's something that it's like, it's worth living for to see that, you know? She's so like, her voice is so sweet and it's not tainted with like, what the world has to offer. And anyway, remember when you were in Fifty First first dates?
1: <laughs> um, You how beautiful and refreshing it is to see a father gush over his daughter and want (laughs) to like it'll it'll melt the hearts of everyone out there because girls and their dads. I mean, it's funny. I was talking to about my dad this morning and. He he passed away um, several years ago now and I can see my daughter in, and I can see him in her. Mm-hmm. Blue eyes, sky eyes, and these little mannerisms. Like, I would say to my dad, like, he'd be like, I need food, daughter. And I'd say, oh yeah, are you hungry? Go, hungry, hungry since the day I was born. <laughs> and I was like, well, all right then. And I see that in my daughter. She's like a trippy little, like, She's like, Gollum meets like Shirley Temple meets Mick Jagger.
3: <laughs> you know, she's That's like, sick.
1: what do you mean, food?
3: <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
1: And I'm like, it's just so fun. I am so in love with my children. I never knew what life or love was until I was born the day they were. They changed everything for me. And whatever experiences I had or went through, they just made me think I have to figure this out and, <laughs> and, and become a strong, wise person for them. And now my daughter, the other day I got lost driving and I was just flipping out behind yeah. the wheel and my daughter was like, mom, you need to take a deep breath and calm down. Yeah. And I was like <laughs> Yeah. And I was like, I just was so grateful to her for being, like now the roles are reversing. Yeah, no, I'm that's, like, a, she's,
3: she's like my mom.
1: What was the last thing your daughter told you that like was smarter than what you would have said or done?
3: The other day I, I had to witness myself being a rule follower for the first time and her breaking a rule for the first time. I was like, oh God, what's happening? I was at the, uh, we. I took her to Greece and uh, her, Megan, and I went to the Parthenon, and uh, we went to Acropolis, and we got up there, and I made the stupid mistake of like looking at the section that's like restricted, and when I was like, I bet all the cool stuff's in there. And <laughs> Megan was like, well, shouldn't we go? And I was like, nah, probably not. I watched The Mummy and National Treasure and all the people that <laughs> touch things that aren't supposed to be touched and watched it go really bad. And, uh, she was like, well, Casey, do you wanna go? And I was like, and Casey was like, yeah. And I was like, oh God, I'm just gonna stay here. And they went across the ropes and then like the door burst open they were like, what <laughs> are you doing? <laughs> and I was like, and they screamed and like ran away and we got kicked out the parking lot. But it was uh Yes!
2: <laughs> Thank you MGK! Thank you
1: for being you and being you right here. I have never been more myself. You bring out the best in all of us by telling your truths. Thank you. We'll be right back.
3: Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free. Or go to Amazon.com slash adfree news podcasts. That's Amazon.com slash adfree news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.
1: Incoming bonus content.
4: Hi, I'm Rachel Jacks And I'm Anna Gasteyer. And we're, and we're gonna, gonna, gonna take, take the best, best friend, friend test. test. <laughs> <It's> every day. <laughs> 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 this is a give, give me. This is a give <laughs> Therapist. Therapist. Can I write, can we write two? Can we write two? Okay. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> At least we know both. Okay. <laughs> okay, ready, set, go. Oh, we got oh, it! Oh, we got it! Oh my god! It's I matched. love that! flip up best, exactly. best friends best friends okay ready set go oh oh that was my other thought i bet i did because then we said okay no but you're right say about violin. that that is because violin I was one thing that i did think of first and then this is like well you wouldn't know she's a very good cook you wouldn't know that's a, actually a better answer because i do this sometimes that's what that's exactly what i thought for okay bits. anyway in my mind we're still three for three right? yeah but. <laughs> okay okay that's what best friends do. Okay. <laughs> this
2: is a
3: terrible answer. Okay.
4: This is a good one. <laughs> okay, ready? Ah. One, two, three. <laughs> what is it? Lentils. <laughs> <laughs> this pretty much sums her up in two words. <laughs> this is opposite extremes of one more passion <laughs>
1: And that was a little bit extra for you. Welcome back, thank you for joining us of our hour of all things extra, a little bit extra. We always get so much good stuff that we mine for and we excavate and we get into people's minds, hearts and souls and there's just only so much we get to fit in to the shows. So we've always got a little bit extra and we save it for occasions just like this. And I just wanna say thank you so much for choosing to spend your time with us. We make this show literally for you. So just take it with you. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to the Drew Barrymore Show podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at Wondery.com survey.